This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So one of the hottest sectors this summer in 2022 has been healthcare, but it's also a value sector because shares have really been neglected. I would say over the last year, at least, um, you know, most people haven't been caring what's happening with healthcare stocks, like in general, there are some that have just, uh, you know, been individual superstars, but as a group, Nobody really cared after the initial pandemic boost, right? We were all rushing into the testing stocks for the COVID testing. We were rushing into the vaccine stocks. Um, some people were rushing into, you know, anyone who made any kind of product that was related to the COVID, the initial part of the COVID pandemic, like 3M with its masks. So all those stocks got the big boost, but then people took profits. They all came down as we started to see a little bit more of a normalization, even in the healthcare sector, as the pandemic has gone along, right? So the sector has attractive valuations and some of the stocks pay good dividends as well. But it is more than just the big drug stocks. So I know when a lot of people think of healthcare, you all do think of like the big, just big, the big drug stocks, basically, because I know I do. But there's also a lot of medical product makers, uh, you know, with like just different medical products. Uh, you know, it could be like a knee or hip replacement, like things like that. There are the people who make the other kind of products like masks that I just mentioned. There's the biotechs, which are a little bit different than the bigger drug companies. There are hospitals. There's the staffing companies. We've talked about them. There's like groups that are like on the services. We've talked about some of them over the years as well. And so this sector as a whole is very interesting. There's also the health insurers. We we haven't talked about them for a while because a lot of them aren't that much value here as, as they, they keep soaring. But there are a lot of different angles you can get into medical as the sector is called on Zax.com. So I did a basic screen with that medical sector and I looked for a PE under 15 to try to get the value part of it. And then I added a Zach's rank of number one or number twos. Now, remember the rank is, um, you know, a short-term recommendation, one to three months, and it's based on analysts earnings estimates. So changes that outside analysts who know those companies are doing to their earnings. So when they uh, revise them higher, and if they're all doing it at the same time, you usually get a higher rank with that. And so it doesn't necessarily mean you're getting earnings growth, however, but you're seeing something good because the analysts are all raising. And especially right now here in 2022, with a lot of uncertainty in the economy and some companies already cut, cutting their guidance, which means the analysts are going to cut their earnings estimates as well. If you actually see analysts getting more bullish on the earnings estimates for this year and next year, then that is even more impressive than it would normally seem. So the number ones are the strong buys. Number twos are the buys. 
combined, it's a little over 900 companies, give or take. It depends on when you run the screen. The rank can change daily, especially right now. As I'm recording this on July 20th, 2022, this is during earnings season. So the ranks are going to go crazy on all of these stocks, basically, as they report earnings and the analysts go in and adjust their earnings estimates. Again, especially this year, because the guidance uh, could be a game changer with a lot of these companies. They might have to change the guidance for the second half of the year, given what's happening with inflation, supply chain still, inventories, and all of these things combined. So keep that in mind when you are running your screens using the Zacks rank. It is uh, can be very volatile during earnings season, but it should give us the rising earnings estimates, like I said, and that is what we want. Who Who is coming out and saying, hey, we're not cutting our guidance, we're actually increasing it for the year. That's going to be pretty rare outside of energy, especially this earnings season. So keep that in mind. Um, I ran this screen. It's kind of a basic screen, but it's got the rank in there. And I got 19 stocks, but I didn't really want any stocks under $5. I wanted to kind of avoid that small cap healthcare name, even though it has the good rank. And so I added additional no stocks under $5. So it only excluded three stocks and I got 16 stocks. So that's a good little list to choose from and allowed me some options. And so I picked out five, as I always do on this podcast, to take a little bit uh, more of a deeper look into And so some of these were interesting. A few I had never heard of before. I tried to pick out some new names so we can kind of see in general what's happening with the earnings out there. Okay, so let's dive right in. The first company is one we know. It is Merck, ticker MRK. And I haven't talked about Merck in a while. So it's a Zach's number one rank, the strong buy right here, but it does report earnings on July 28th. So that could all change. But earnings expected to rise 22% here in 2022. Um, so that's impressive. $7.32 versus $6.02 last year. And the shares are down big year to date, down 17.1%. So this is one that isn't seeing um, a big rally here. So it's down and that makes the shares even cheaper. PE is now 126 So that's pretty attractive, but the shares are down, so it has been getting cheaper here. Dividend yielding 2.9%. Now, Merck has really moved into the cancer treatments, so you're really going to have to go listen in on their conference call, uh, listen in on any investor days, find out what's going on with the drugs they have, the trials, all of that, because it does seem like a lot is going on with Merck here and any kind of bad results on some of those trials could uh, bring these shares down further. But the thing with the drug stocks is you want to get them as cheap as possible. Well, with any stock, right? But especially with the drug stocks, um, because a lot can go wrong in their pipeline. So I prefer to get them you know, as cheap as I can and get that nice little dividend boost as I'm being patient. So that's Merck, ticker MRK. Second company is 
I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, as you know. I'm I'm never good with the company names, but it's Maravai Life Sciences. Ticker is M as in Mary, R, V as in Victor, I. And they are reporting on August 4th. If you're listening to this after August, they've already reported. So go check out what's happening. And they um, are interesting because they uh, say on their website that they enable the development of drug therapies, diagnostics, and novel vaccines. And their customers are in biopharma, vaccines, diagnostics, and cell and gene therapy. And so they, in the first quarter, had record quarterly revenue up 65% year to date, or no, year over year, sorry, 65% year over year to $244 million. So this is a bit of a smaller cap company. Strong demand for their products in therapeutic and vaccine development programs for non-COVID indications. And so they are looking at mRNA research advancing beyond COVID-19, which is where we all believe that Technology is going to go. It's going to go beyond these COVID-19 vaccines into other areas. So year-to-date, these shares have really gotten hammered, down 35.8%. Over the two-year period, down 96 So it's been real tough to kind of hang out in this one. PE has now come down to 14.5. So they do have earnings. Earnings expected to be up 15.6% in 2022 to $1.85 versus $1.60. So it's a number two, which is the buy. Hasn't reported yet, so we'll see. But again, this is the type of stock, a lot of these healthcare names, you want to get it as cheap as you can on a PE basis, um, especially because... It does have these uh, kind of ups and downs in the shares, and right now it's on the severe downslope. So um, I don't have any dividend on this one. I'm not sure if there is. I, I'm thinking, no, that there is not a dividend on this one, or I would have wrote it down. So um, you're not even getting that to kind of hang out in it. So keep that in mind with a lot of these. It's going to take a strong stomach on some of these uh, more kind of speculative names or unknown, little-known names like Maravai Life Sciences, M-R-V-I. Okay, our third stock is also one I had never heard of before. It is a small cap with just a market cap of $169 million. So this is a real tiny one, but this is what the Zacks rank can do. It can uncover these kind of hidden companies that have one or two analysts on them that we've you've never heard of, but have the good Zacks rank. So the name of the company is Census Healthcare, and it's S-E-N-S-U-S, Census, Census Healthcare. Ticker is S, R as in Robert, T, S. S-R-T-S. That's like a tongue twister on that one. And they say they are dedicated to improving the lives of men and women who suffer from skin cancer. So what they have is a non-surgical treatment for uh, non-melanoma cancers, skin cancers, and it's called superficial radiation therapy. And so they sell this system. And in the first quarter, they shipped 33 systems, and they had first quarter revenue up 237% to $10.3 million. So as I said, this is small cap. So you might go, oh, $10.3 million. 
that's so cute, right? Because it's small, but this every company's got to start somewhere. And so they're still small. They exited the quarter with $32.8 million in cash. So they have plenty of cash. And the board instituted a $3 million share repurchase program. They also reaffirmed second quarter. This was back in May. So we don't know yet what's going to happen in the second quarter, but they report on August 4th or right around there. So you're going to want to tune in. With these small caps, you really have to tune in with the conference calls, with the earnings to see what's going on. Now, they did hire nine new salespeople in the first quarter, and they said the trade shows were resuming, and it was like really giving a boost of energy to the company to resume, you know, being able to sell at those trade shows. So their salespeople, the number is back to pre-pandemic levels. Everything is looking a little good for them, right? Year to date, shares are up 41%. So other people are seeing that maybe something is developing, a little bit of momentum here for census. And but it's still cheap, PE of just 6.7. So their earnings expected to jump 512% this year to $1.53 from 25 cents last year. It is expected to fall back to 93 cents next year. It does have two analysts. Uh, so we're getting at least more than one. That's always good on a small cap company. Um, but you should really be looking into why the big earnings growth. Is it just because they're now shipping out the systems? See if you can figure out what is happening there. Uh, but that's all taking an even deeper dive into what is going on. But this is Census Healthcare, SRTS. Um, did I mention it was a number two? It's a number two buy. Okay, fourth stock is called Pet IQ. Yes, I'm even going on the pet side of medical because it's still medical. Ticker is P-E-T-Q. Many of you know this company. It's a leading pet medication and wellness company. They do own their own medications manufacturing facility in Nebraska. Um, the shares have been all over the place. Everybody kind of likes this area, but again, you have to get it really cheap because sales expected only grow 5.5% here in 2022. And um, earnings, though, expected to be up 9% here in 2022, and then another 29% in 2023. But the sales growth still single digits. So again, you want to get it cheap. PE is currently 14.4. So is that cheap enough? Year to date, the shares are down 23.4%. They're down 51% over the last year, and they were recently at five-year lows. So they bounced off those five-year lows. But, you know, to get it even cheaper is, again, 14 times. That's not dirt cheap in my book. And so with that kind of slower sales growth, I still want to get it as dirt cheap as possible. I really want these shares to be on sale to make it worth my while for the, uh, you know, shares to maybe recover a bit here. They don't pay a dividend, so I'm not getting anything for my troubles that on that side. And so we're, they're going to report on August 9th, 2022, and we'll see what's going on on the pet side. But this is a number two buy, and it's looking more interesting after this huge sell-off and the five-year lows, but I still like to think I could maybe get it cheaper. But that's Pet IQ ticker P-E-T-Q. And then the final stock is AbbVie, returning back to one of the old big drug 
companies, ticker ABBV. I own it in the Zach's Value Investor and I own it in my own personal portfolio. This is the one that was paying the big dividend of like 5% a couple of years ago. Still nice at 3.8% here. Year to date, the shares are up about 10%. Earnings expected to be up 9.8% in 2022 and then expected to decline 15% next year. So that's something to watch, right? You want to get it as cheap as you can. PE is, oh, I didn't write down the PE, I don't think, but it's around 10 now. Used to trade around eight times, but now around 10. That's still cheap, but not as cheap as it used to be. And I noticed that the peg is at 4.2, which is pretty uh, elevated on the peg side because actual growth is not that great. That's true with a lot of these big drug companies. It's hard to get the growth. You can have a blockbuster drug, but then it goes off patent and then you need to replace it, right? So they have Humira and that's what they're trying to replace in the next couple of years. Now they did buy Allergan a couple of years ago. That's the Botox and the Juvederm. That area is doing really well. So in the first quarter, their aesthetics group, that includes the Botox, was up 20.5% to $1.3 billion. But that's a small percentage of their total net revenue for the quarter, which was $13.5 billion. So good to have these hotter, growthier areas on the dermatology side, but um, still need to have it across the board, essentially. So again, with this stock, you need to get it cheap uh, to make it worth your while. But a lot of people hiding out in these big drug stocks here in 2022, the ones that paid the big dividend, because that's seen as kind of a safety play, right? We're not not buying our Botox, apparently. Um, who knows what'll happen in a recession, but people tend to hold on to those things, right? Even in recessions, we're willing to splurge on the Botox and the Juvederm even during recessions, but even that could see some softening if the economy really does slow. So we will see on ABV, ticker ABBV. Now remember, healthcare investing is tricky. You must do your research. You have to know what the pipeline looks like. You have to know what is in trials, if it's a drug company or even a products manufacturer. Heck, I used to own a company that was doing a treatment for peanut allergies. It was not a vaccine. It was just a treatment. And that was all over the place. And we were waiting for trials and things like that. They eventually did have a successful treatment and were bought out by a bigger company. So it was successful on that one, but it's a lot of work. So you would really have to put the research in and you have to know where the growth is coming from, who their competitors are, how likely it is they can get this product or drug to the market. If they have an item at, in the market, like the one for the skin cancer on our list today, then how are sales going? How are doctors adapting to it or adopting it? That was true with, um, you know, Cologuard when that first came out, you know, they had big sales teams out and you could see who or who was not adopting that treatment and test. So 
uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of innovation, however, and that's exciting too, because always new things in the pipeline and the scientists are killing it right now in this decade and in this era. And that is super exciting for all of humankind, right? So I like investing in healthcare, but I'm not a medical expert. And so I find it a little difficult to get information or to know what's going on. So definitely listen in on those conference calls. You'll find out a lot. Try to find out what they're reporting at investor conferences. There's always these big uh, medical, you know, depending on which area they're in, kind of investor conferences. Know your stuff or you can stick to the healthcare ETFs or mutual funds where you'll just get a basket of the stocks. I know for many of you that's not as fun, um, but that gives you more diversity. And then if you aren't as invested, you don't want to listen to all the conference calls or figure out what's going on with that latest trial, or, uh, you know, you want a little more security than, oh, my company's main drug just failed phase three trials. Like I've had that happen. Maybe many of you had too. And then the stock will plunge down or maybe even become worthless in some cases. <laughs> so there's a lot you can do, but there is these certain pockets where, you know, big drug companies have been around for a long time. The health insurers have been around a long time. They're not going anywhere. There's, uh, you know, the hospitals, there are these other pockets that are a little bit different than some of the products or drug type of manufacturing. So keep that in mind as well. And let me recap the stocks I talked about on this episode of the Value Investor Podcast. We haven't covered healthcare in a while, so this was an interesting one for me to kind of see what is going on because there is value in this uh, sector because the the shares have come down quite a bit and you do get some dividends with those big drug makers. So let's start with that. We talked about Merck. They're paying 2.9% now and the ticker is MRK. Then we had uh, Mara Maravi Life Sciences, MRVI. They just had the record quarterly revenue, but can they do it again here in the second quarter? You're going to want to tune in on that one. Then we had the census, sounds like um, the census, but it's with an S, Census Healthcare, SRTS, and that's the superficial radiation therapy for non-melanoma treatment uh, for skin cancer. Then we had Pet IQ on the pet side. We can't leave them out. PETQ was the ticker there. And then we wrapped it up with the big drug maker that also does uh, Botox and Juvederm, our favorite products, of course. ABV ticker ABBV as in Victor. A B as in boy, B as in boy, V as in Victor. And as always, you want to be sure to follow the Value Investor Podcast on your favorite podcast platform because I'm bringing you value stocks every week and there's plenty of them. 
never fear. You're not late in looking at value here. And there's some good deals out there. So we're covering them every week. And especially as this earnings season goes along, I'm going to have some more updates on key sectors here once we get most of their earnings in and we kind of see what's happening with guidance, with dividend payouts and all that good stuff. So it's going to be a busy summer on the Value Investor Podcast. Be sure to get us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon music. We're with the Zach's Market Edge, where you can also get stock picks from me every week on the Zach's Market Edge on SoundCloud. But be sure to get both shows and for sure the Value Investor Podcast. Get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.